0: Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hello com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
1: Football is back and so is cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike valeni every week this fall. That's picks, parlays, and that's sweet, sweet value. Cactus included on all the NFL and college football matchups. Full breakdowns on the biggest games, but if you have a life, you don't have 45 minutes to spare We've got you. We're the most on-demand podcast. We're catered to you and the teams you love. That's Cash the Ticket. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The The, the, The winds of
0: change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott
1: Goldbranson and Mo
2: Welcome back Silver and Black today. Thanks for being back with us. Yes, it's time to talk Raiders football. We are an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Also heard, if you're listening to us on Sunday, excuse me, Saturday, forgot we switched days, on the bet in Las Vegas on the radio. So thanks to our Las Vegas audiences for being with us. Two, uh, I say us because there's two of us here. That's right. Uh, he, the guy over there across from me. Yes, a few states away from me, but nonetheless through the magic of the interwebs. He is my co-host. He is Mo Moten, senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report, a.k.a. Midtown Mo. You can catch him on the X or X.com at Mo Moton. M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. You can follow me, Scott Branson, your other host, at LV Gully. The show is SNB Today. All right, Mo, we're jumping in here. Uh, some news, obviously, yesterday. We'll get to the first, the wild, and the wacky world of one Mr. Chandler Jones. Seems to co- at least start to uh, maybe get rectified, meaning if he needs help, which it appears he does, uh, the Raiders have put him on the non-injury football uh, – in- not injury list, excuse me. Let me get that out straight, which means he can spend time away from the the, 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 the team – he does not uh, count on the roster any longer. He goes on that injured reserve, basically is what it is. But it it got stranger as things went on, the weird accusation about his niece being or goddaughter being molested. And then you get another one. And this is the one I remember being most shocked by, not all the other wackiness because we've seen that. But uh, his condition. Uh, you you commented on it when he posted a picture on Instagram where he looked really skinny. I mean, this is a guy who plays defensive end in the NFL, and so you knew something was going on there because he appears to be uh, uh, having, having lost a ton of weight, and then, of course, he's tagging LeBron James in some weird posts. Um, I'm just glad, I'm hoping at least, that we don't see him on social media and that he gets the help he needs.
1: It's, it's, it went from what's going on with Chandler Jones – and people were making jokes of it because that's what people do on social media. And then it went to disturbing. And as time went on, my comments about it, you know, kind of went down. And I did comment on about his look because he did post a video. And listen, Chandler Jones usually plays at about 6'5", 260, 270. And I commented he looks like a lanky safety right now. Mm-hmm. He he barely looks over 200 pounds. So remember, when you're tall like that, you're barely over 200 pounds. You're thin. You look very, very thin. And remember, we heard reports in training camp that you know Chandler Jones was slimming down. Now I'm wondering if that was based on something he was doing, decisions he made to slim down versus – because usually when you hear a player that slims down before training camp, you're thinking, oh, the team has plans for him to be more agile pass rusher, right? Right. That may have not been the case, and that's may, that may have been why they sent him home in the first place. But I, I'm not going to even comment on all the stuff that he's posted on social media because none of it to me makes sense, which, no. like, again, is disturbing. So I'm just going to say I hope Chandler Jones, whatever is going on with him, he gets right, he gets well. But from a, po- a football perspective, he will miss at least the next four games. The Raiders have not ran him off as saying that he, he can't come back. They're just going to put him on this list and hope that he his condition or whatever is going on with him improves. In the meantime, the Raiders have to find out what to do with their pass rush because – with Chandler Jones out, Malcolm Kuntz and Tyree Wilson are gonna have to step up unless someone else comes in.
2: Exactly, and and I have to say, and I think a couple people in the NFL pointed this out, and th- and that, and I think even Adam Schefter did, which was, you know, the Raiders are are doing what they can and are doing right by him. They're trying to get him the help that they feel he believes. Now we'll we'll get the true story one day, but you know, a lot of people go to he sucks, cut him, and all that kind of stuff. It's a human being, and so I agree with you. I think the conversation with Chandler Jones now is over. They miss him on the field. We can talk about that, but about the rest of it, hopefully now with this move, I don't know. Hopefully, this means there's been some communication going on, and they're getting them the help he needs. Other health uh, health uh, news was Chandler, or excuse me, Devontae Adams healthy back on the field. We saw Jacoby Myers on Wednesday out at practice. Still listed as doubtful as we get the report uh, from from the team. Uh, so to get Jacoby Myers back would be a huge get. And Devontae Adams seems like he's got no ill effects after getting hit in the head uh, in the Buffalo game. So the Raiders start to get back healthy with their wide receivers. Mo, they're going to need them. We're going to get into Pittsburgh later as we have Jarrett Bailey from USA Today in the Steel Curtain uh, on uh, in the final segment of the show. But uh, I, I tell you what, they're going to need every bit of offense they can get. That Pittsburgh defense has injuries on it, but the front of the Pittsburgh Steelers is is playing at midseason form.
1: They have a guy they drafted on day two, Cam Benton one of the raiders to draft. They're going to be counting on him a lot because Cam Hayward is out, but if he had groin surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick got named up on Monday night, had a chest injury. So there are some absences or potential absences in that defense but as you saw monday night against the Cleveland browns that defense scored 12 of their 26 points and is still the strong link on that on that football team so the raiders are going to have their offense is going to have their work cut out for them i still feel like it's an even matchup we'll get into that later in the show but what i'm lo- really looking for and i said this on my bleak Report live on wednesday if the raiders are going to win this game josh jacobs has to be productive and he has to be efficient
2: By the way, our our good friend uh, was it Oakland History seventy six on Twitter posted the fact that the Raiders' rushing totals it's the second worst in team history to start out two games of a season as far as the the, the running production. Uh, now that's only two games, so so there's still time to overcome. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. We're not trying to pile on here, but it just goes to show you they have to do that. To talk about the Raiders' run game, by the way, coming up after the break, we're going to be joined by NFL fullback, most recently of the Cleveland Browns, also of the Minnesota Vikings, Johnny Stanton. We're going to talk to him about the Raiders' run game, what he sees, and we're going to ask him, too, when you're having trouble running the ball, then um, what do you do? Uh, it's one of those things where, uh, as a player, you know, how, does that, how does that impact the the locker room and everything like that. So we're going to talk to Johnny Stanton after the break as well. And then, of course, Jarrett Bailey, as I talked about uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so you you look at this, Mo. you look at how this team is gelling. Okay, we heard the press conference yesterday. We heard McDaniels talk about how difficult the Steelers are going to be. Um, and they will be defensively for that Raiders offense. We talked about last show the Raiders office languaging. Everybody's talking about the defense as they should. The defense has to get better. But at the same time, complimentary football. I keep going back to it over and over and over again. Um, the Raiders' offense is a big concern because of all of the people they have. The defense is missing talent. The offense seemingly has enough talent to score points and get up, but they are now last in the league in scoring with 13 and a half point average per game after two games. Something's got to change there and change quick.
1: I, I'm going to say this again. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, but they got to add variety to their offense. There's no way that Michael Mayer, Trey Tucker, and Hunter Renfro should add up to three targets in two games. And, I mean, you 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 have these guys around. You brought them in to have a a more explosive or productive offense, right? So if you're if you're depending on one or two players a game. That's not good enough. And I believe Josh McDaniels said after the Bills lost that Hunter Renfro should have more targets. Hunter Renfro didn't get a target until garbage time against the Buffalo Bills. So, as you said, complimentary football matters. So, in order for the offense to have, in order for Josh Jacobs to have more room to run the ball, the Raiders have to force defenders to respect Jimmy Garoppolo's arm. Because if they don't respect Jimmy Garoppolo's arm, they're just going to say, we're going to load the box and we're not going to let Josh Jacobs beat us. We want Jimmy Garoppolo to go to someone other than Devontae Adams to beat us. And, that, and that's basically what I think the Steelers will do. Um, but they, the Steelers overall have a pretty good defense. So they can cover their corners. They can cover on the edge. They got T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith who can wreak havoc on opposite sides of that defensive line. Jimmy Garoppolo's had time to throw the ball. Hasn't been sacked yet. So right. it, the problem is not overwhelming pressure. The Raiders' offensive line, when it comes to pass blocking, is pretty good. It's the run blocking that's a bit of an issue, but I, I think if assuming Jimmy G has time to throw the football against the Pittsburgh Steelers, he has to spread the rock around to other to other players other than Jacoby Myers if he plays and Davante Adams.
2: Right, and and the other thing here too. I mean, you talked about balance, but in and the last point you just made because I remember with the previous quarterback, it was like, oh, he's spreading the ball of fourteen. Why don't you just settle on your best receiver and do it? so. Now it's gone the other way, and people are complaining too, but they have the point, which is, okay, so you have Devontae Adams, you have Hunter Renfro, you have Michael Mayer, you have Austin Hooper. How are you oh, – now, that could be the quarterback thing. It could be Jimmy Garoppolo not comfortable, right? He just hasn't made that connection. But let's face it, you're going into week three now, okay? You, you need to start opening things up. I also think that they have to get that balance. Like you and I talked about it before – Yes, you're not gonna always be able to run the ball like you want to. So you have to be able to to have balance, uh, but you also need to establish that. And they gotta come out early. They gotta come out, they came out fast last game mode, but they have to come out fast in a different way on defense this time, I think, too. That defense is going to have to show Patrick Graham said at the press conference this week that they have to come out strong and they have to come out fast and they have to give their offense opportunities.
1: Interesting stat for the Steelers. They're last in the league. They have the fewest first downs overall. I don't think they have a first down in the first quarter yet. So if the Raiders come out how they came out against the Buffalo Bills with that successful first drive for a touchdown, that could be big for them. Now, hopefully they don't just go into a shell for the rest of the game as they did against the Buffalo Bills. Right. But if they can come out as they came out against Buffalo, it could be the start of something good for the Raiders and it can potentially hold the lead. Kenny Pickett hasn't thrown multiple touchdown passes in a game in his career yet. So just as bad as the Raiders' offense is the Steelers' offense is just as bad, if not worse.
2: Yep, absolutely. So there's, there's that. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's the, the kicker here, is you have to get both sides of the Raiders' team to start playing better football, offense, defense, everything. We saw some numbers. Jermaine Illuminor, one of the top guards, or excuse me, tackles in the league at pass blocking, by the way, I remember people telling us that he wasn't going to make it, uh, but, but good on them. It's a weird thing because the Raiders are putting up good numbers in certain areas, like you talked about, the pass protection, but they can't move the ball and they can't score. Um, so, so what does that all mean? It means they're not in sync. And so they have to get these things in sync.
1: I've been on the Jermaine Illuminar I guess you could say bandwagon and people, oh, Jermaine Luminar is overrated. I know he had the false start in the first game and people roll their eyes every time he has the penalty. But the, the PFF stat is no one has played, no tackle has played more snaps to him without giving up a sack, a hurry, or a quarterback hit. You got to respect it. He's playing well. He's playing good football when it comes to pass protection.
2: He absolutely is. Okay, well, we are going to uh, step aside here with our first break. When we come back, Johnny Stanton, NFL fullback, right now he's a free agent, so he's looking for his next opportunity, but uh, he's played for the Cleveland Browns, played with Nick Chubb, by the way, uh, and Kareem Hunt, who just re-signed with the Browns after the horrific Nick Chubb uh, injury, and uh, we talked to him about that up on Sports Not um, uh, this week as well, so you can watch that video up there, but he's going to come on and talk about the Raiders running game. And we're going to be able to uh, get his perspective on it, what he sees. And what do you do when your running game is having is struggling? And not just because of your running back. It's because of the line and all of that. So we're still going to uh, figure that out when we get back. You're with Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black. Today, don't go anywhere.